Hello and welcome to Meet My Potential podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about why everyone needs a purpose. And before we get into the episode, I would love for you to download our latest ebook on www.meetmypotential.com/ebook. This is an ebook for high achievers so that you could get to know your strengths and what are those liabilities that are costing you to be a high achiever. So, take a look at that and if you haven't seen our events page, do go check out meetmypotential.com/events. We have a couple of interesting programs that are coming up and these are going to be done in the south of France in its extremely nice place so do go check out our events i bet you will be interested in some of them and let's get into the episode today we have with us mark lurus I've been wanting to invite Mark for quite some time because he's someone who inspires me. He has an ability to connect with people through simple anecdotes and stories. Mark Lurus is the founder of the Unconventionalist podcast and he calls himself the Chief Purpose Officer of the Ministry of Purpose whose mission is to help organizations and business leaders clarify their purpose to better lead and inspire their lives. Hello and welcome Mark to this episode on why everyone needs to have a purpose. So <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate being on your podcast. Thank you. Thank you for accepting and thank you for being here. You know, you're someone extremely inspirational as I just said in my introduction and so why does everybody need a purpose? <laughs> I know it sounds like such a fluffy thing, right? Like most people when they hear this idea of purpose is kind of just like a millennial thing. you know we used to get up and get to work without the need of defining a purpose why do we suddenly all talk about purpose exactly well you know i have a job i love my job yeah. i go there i, I, I make get money paid. Yeah. exactly i have a family i have nice vacations i've got six weeks vacation and what more like what why do i need a purpose what's the point <laughs> well here's the thing between 2011 and 2012 gallup did one of the biggest surveys to try and understand the emotional engagement of employees worldwide and what they found is that a whopping 87% of employees worldwide feel emotionally disengaged from their workplace and that's costing organizations literally billions every year whether that's in turnover in performance and productivity and so what we found actually through research is that having a clear purpose which effectively just means to have something that is driving you that is beyond just making profits actually increases your potential to attract top talent but more than that increases your ability to beat the market by 365% and is just one of those kind of factors that above everything else seems to outperform what kind of makes companies more productive and, and performant. Mm, mm. So let's get down to the nitty gritty like what does it actually mean to have a purpose like what would it look like because you know you've been through the coaching schools and I've been through some mm. of my co- some of the coaching schools and same coaching schools we went to and mm. you know we learned like we wrote purpose statements like oh my purpose is to spread uh, peace love and joy in this world yeah. and then and then we come back and we see oh how do i actually spread this how do i actually yeah. live this purpose so like concretely what would it actually mean to have a purpose in your life yeah and what you speak to is brilliant because it's like i think there's fear almost that your purpose needs to be this big life changing ambitious goal well i i think the first thing i want to say about purpose is that they come in all shapes and sizes and, and forms so for someone it might be something deeply spiritual and transformative for somebody else it might be super concrete and drives them to make an impact but really what it is is that it gives you a reason to wake up in the morning and face a frosty monday morning you know it, it's it's the thing that's going to get you to push through and when, when things and and the reason why i'm passionate about purpose by the way 
I think there was this big school of thought around pursue your passion. Everyone should do what they're passionate about. And I'm not really of that school. Actually, I believe that it's a really terrible advice because passion can fleet, right? Some days you can feel passionate, sometimes you don't. Where there's a purpose is like a mission. Really, the, the simplest version of, of explaining a purpose is having a mission that drives you. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it could be literally like, okay, so the purpose is to be the best dad that I can be. Mm-hmm. Right? That's it. Like I, I wake up and I'm trying to you know, lead, live and love by example. And that's how I'm going to leave my legacy. That, that's my purpose, right? Your purpose could also be like, for example, me, my purpose is to eradicate career misery in the workplace, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of my mission statement that I, when I feel like I'm wavering, that I'm not focused, that I don't want to make that phone call, that I don't want to show up, I just remember that almost 90% of people in, in, in organizations are feeling emotionally disconnected from their workplace and that needs to change. And so that, that's what drives us. So purpose is, is your North Star, your guiding light. It's a mission that drives you every day. Great. So purpose is a North Star guiding mission that guides you every single day. And your purpose is to eradicate misery in the workplace and be the best dad ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, it's interesting because I was, I was thinking about this the other day. And, you know, I think there are layers. There are layers yeah. of like your purpose. Some people call it your why. Some people call it your purpose, you know. And I think there are layers. And I was thinking about why am I doing what I'm doing? And, and there's this great exercise. Anybody listening to this is what I do with leaders and organizations. It's kind of the seven whys. You'll say to someone, you know, why do you do what you do? Like if you ask an organization to anyone in their employees, what's your purpose to this organization or what's, what's your individual purpose? And they can't answer that and you've got some work to do. So one of the things you can do is you can go, so why are we doing what we're doing? And they'll give you an answer and you do that. So why does that matter? That's one layer and you do that seven times. And eventually you'll get to something that feels maybe a little bit, feels like a little bit different, but it's going to be the core of what really drives you. For example, me. One of the reasons I do the work that I do and I work with organizations and leaders to, to clarify their purpose, to better inspire and lead their people, it's because I want to be able to say that I've helped create and shape a world where I'd be proud my kids, my daughter and son, to live in and to work in long after I'm gone. And that's going to take a lot of work to make these organizations more human. And so that's what drives me, like this crazy idea that I'm not going to be here forever. My kids are going to be entering maybe the workforce. We don't even know what it's going to look like, right? In the next. 18 years. And I want to make sure that there are going to be some you know, leaders out there and some organizations that are going to treat them like the way I would want them, with love, respect, humility, guidance. And that's why I do what I do. Excellent. And you know, your purpose is actually visible. Uh, I've been following you on Instagram and uh, through the posts and things that you write, it's so clearly visible, your purpose. And today, when you actually tell me what your purpose is, I'm like, yes, all those pieces just fit in. I kind of intuitively felt it <laughs> through what you write. <laughs> And so I'm not surprised that you have this purpose. Thank you very much. I just want to say something. Anyone listening to this is like, oh my God, I don't know what my purpose is. It's okay. Like, like not everyone is going to be actively consciously thinking about their purpose on a daily basis. It's taken me years to get here, to have this very nice little clear, you know, my purpose is to eradicate career misery in the workplace. It's a nice marketing kind of slip, but for me, it means something, but it's taken me a while to get there. So people listening to this, the first thing I want to say is like, okay, maybe you're noticing that you're wanting more, especially if you're someone who is type by personality, highly driven, likes to get things done. Most of us, and I do put myself in that category, will get to a point in our careers where we've achieved everything we were supposed to. We've got the job title, we've got the house, we've got the status, we've got the team, we've got all that. And yet we are still deeply, in some way, dissatisfied and unfulfilled with our life. And, and I feel like that is where 
really like it. And, and purpose is free. That's what I think is purpose. It's free to have a purpose, right? <laughs> and so having something that's beyond you is an amazing goal. And here's what I've got for you. Anybody listening to this, if you're like, I don't know what my crazy spent, here's the good news. The UN Sustainability Development Goals came up with a list of goals that you can pay yourself to and have an instant purpose, right? So if you don't know what I'm talking about, go and type in the UN Sustainable Development Goals. And I think there's 17. I, think I could be wrong because I haven't I've had a lot of sleep lately. Because we have uh-huh. a, new, a newborn baby, daughter, family. <laughs> I think it's 17. But basically, they're all goals that like from, you know, from like tackling poverty, education, women's rights, environmental, like there are like a literally a list of 17 girls that if we could all tackle them by 2030, the world would be able to eradicate poverty and lack of education, all this stuff. So if you don't know what you're trying to do, go on that list, look at one of those 17 girls and go, that goal really speaks to me. And then you say, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be focusing my time and attention on trying to, you know, improve education amongst children around the world. And the work that I do is going to help me drive that. Mm. So a purpose is also that something that helps you to contribute to something bigger than your own life. Yeah. So making yourself cereal in the morning is not a purpose, right? That could be a goal, okay? But it, it has to be more than for yourself. It, just as creatures, we are built to have a purpose. Like if you go back and listen to my TEDx talk, I basically talk about this, right? I talk about how we're all hardwired to have a sense of purpose. It's the reason why when you see people like Elon Musk, whether you, what are your beliefs and thoughts on his leadership and his management style, right? But when you see Elon Musk who have this compelling vision and mission to make you know, the human race a multi-planet species and he starts talking about these cars, he sells like for millions instantly because it's a vision. It's something that's bigger than him. He's, you know, he's doing, he used to be bullied at school and used to read all these books about sci-fi. And now he's trying to have this thing about like, we need to have this other planet to be sustainable. And I think what I find most exciting when people go, what are examples of purpose? Go and look at crowdfunding campaigns like Kickstarter, or those kind of campaigns. People are often on a mission in those campaigns to try and make a difference, make a change. And people give money to be able to be part of their quest, be able to be part of that purpose. And, and so it's around us everywhere. It's around us in, in books, in movies, in the stories we tell, we are just completely hardwired and driven to have a sense of purpose, something bigger than us that drives us. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I believe that is why, you know, the organizations, I was writing this morning a list of what, what are the trends that are going to shape the next decade, right? And one of them I wrote down is organizations that are not purpose-driven are going to struggle immensely to attract, retain, and engage top talent. Right. So purpose is, what I'm hearing from you, is an inside-out game that it comes from within you. And when you have something that is from within you and that drives you, something outside cannot impact you. There's so many events that happen outside. You can't, like a relative, a friend, someone passes away, it impacts you. It's a relationship that's external. A purpose is something that comes from within you, that's from inside you. And no one can take that away from you, no matter what circumstance or what situation you are in. And that is something that drives you to wake up Mm. and do something and create an impact. Yeah. And I love what you're saying because I think that it's it's like what you're speaking to is the internal drive, the internal grit, the internal fuel. I think where I would put the kind of the underlining, you know, kind of pointing towards purpose is that it's something that is external that you see that needs to be addressed or that moves you inside. So it can actually start from an external 
right? So you could actually say, imagine you right. go, I don't know, you go and, and visit a school. I'll give an example. Yeah. When I used to live in South Africa, I had a friend who was a researcher in HIV and she invited me to go to an orphanage. And in that orphanage, every child was HIV positive and all they wanted was to be held because the problem they had in this orphanage was understaffed, under-effective, and these babies and kids just weren't getting enough hubs. So they were asking volunteers who would just spend an hour, two, three hours to go out there and just give hugs to these kids who had, who had nothing else. And so you could see that and you could go, oh my God, like my purpose is to make sure these kids feel loved. And so I'm going to go there every day and I'm going to go and, and give these kids a hug, just even if that's the only hug they're going to get that day. So it could become an external problem, right. something that moves you inside and then drives you. That makes sense? Because I think I don't want people yeah, exactly. to spend so much like, what's my purpose inside? And they spend so much time on themselves that they don't get out into the world. And that's the very thing about a purpose that it's not about you. It comes from within you, That's right. but that what comes from within you is actually stirred because you see something outside That's you right. in your environment, in your country, right. in this it world, and it triggers something within yeah. you, and then it sits and it gets created in you, and then you come out with that light of purpose, and you inspire yeah. so many other people. That's right, because purpose is contagious. Like yeah. I, really, I really believe that. You know, that's why, <laughs> but that's why when you're around people who are highly driven and motivated about what they do, yeah. you feel compelled to jump and join. It just is. Excellent. So for people listening out there, and if you already feel inspired to define your purpose, well, go write down those five questions. Why do you do what you do? Why does your company do what you do? And drill that down to seven times. And then if you're still looking out, go check out the UN Sustainable Development Goals or otherwise get in touch with Mark. And I'll put yeah. down the email address and website address of Mark at the show, in the show notes. Yeah. All right. So Mark, what's the impact when you don't have a purpose? Everyone's going to feel different about this, but what I've seen, at least what I've experienced is that people who don't have a clear purpose tend to jump from one project to another, tend to feel like they're wandering a little bit with aimlessly without any specific goal in mind, tend to go through the motions, tend to sleepwalk, tend to, to not really feel fulfilled and not really feel like what they're doing matters or makes a difference. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, you can't be happy without a purpose. Of course, you know, I'm sure many people who don't even think about having a purpose or living their lives. But what I've found is, especially organizations, if you don't stand for something yeah. that is greater than making profits, I think ultimately you're just going to become an archaic system where you're just operating on, on a kind of a, we'll give you bonuses and give you more money for you to stay. But what I've seen is that people and organizations, especially who have a clear purpose, tend to attract top talent and almost get away with paying less because people are more driven to, to have an impact. In fact, you know, I've forgotten how this study because it's been a while since I've looked at it, but there's a study that they found that people are willing to give up, I can think it was something crazy, like a third of their lifetime earnings in order to do more meaningful work. Like people are willing to pay more to do meaningful work than they're willing to pay on their own accommodation. You know, so it, it's <laughs> like there's, there's this real drive. And again, I want to say this to organizations and leaders listening, it's free. You know, people always go, what's it going to cost me? What's it going to blah, blah, blah. Well, apart from my fees and my team to come in and do the work in the organization, it's free. Like ultimately, once you figure out what you stand for, you're going to start seeing an immense improvement in your bottom line. You know, they see this, like, you know, according to the Purpose Index in 2019, they saw a 10x increase in staff performance. There's an 85% overall positive growth in the company and 91% of customers will switch to a purpose-driven organization. Right. I totally uh, take all those figures in because I did about 20 interviews in organizations last year on organizational politics. 
And the The higher you go up, the higher you go up, and I ask those people, what is the percentage of decisions that are made in your mind due to politics? And the higher you go up, I got to a level of hierarchy where people said 90% of the decisions here are because of politics. And politics is all about money, power, recognition. Mm. And so when money, power, and recognition are present without a sense of purpose, mm. organizational politics, it creeps in like a disease. Yeah, it's tough. You know, and you're, what you're speaking to is another passion topic of mine is like culture, right? I think people get culture twisted a lot. People get confused about what culture is. And I think at its most simplest explanation, culture is how we do things around here. That's it. Yeah. So if you want to look at what your culture is, look at what your behavior is. Right, like I often say this as as, as a joke in my talks and seminars and stuff. Yeah. I say that when I go to organizations and they bring me in and they want to work with me, the first three places I go to is yeah. I go and look at the bathroom, the kitchen, and the boardroom. Uh huh. <laughs> Those three places will tell me more about your culture than any words written on your wall. <laughs> that is so funny, and that is so funny because I was working for a company, and I remember I walked out of the board meeting. And I went to the bathroom and there was a woman waiting there for me. And she was waiting to talk to me in the bathroom to tell me what was not being said in the boardroom. (laughs) 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 And I said, this is the most hilarious thing. And well, she couldn't be caught in the corridor telling me, giving me a piece of information. Wow. As a consultant. Is that amazing? Yeah. So (laughs) there you go. There you go. Cubicle conversations. Yeah. But it's, it's true. And, and, yeah. And how does it affect one person when you don't have a purpose? I think it's the way you feel about showing up in the morning. Maybe on days you'll feel a little bit more. And by the way, having a sense of purpose doesn't mean that every single day you feel totally alive and amazing and unstoppable. I just want to, I want to be real about this because yeah. having a purpose is tough sometimes. Like for me, like, right, like eradicating career misery is a big challenge. Like I don't know if I'll ever manage to get through it. You know, I don't think, you know, I don't know. And so it's hard because sometimes I'll call and I'll speak with leaders, you know, whether that's the CEOs, MDs or HR directors, and we'll have a conversation and I'll know what they need, right? But they're like, now we're good. We, we don't really need to do that. We have like a one day training a year on well-being, and that's good. Our employees are happy. Yeah. And you're blown away by that. And it's kind of like you're against that. So I think a simple purpose can also be tough because it means that you have to show up and sometimes you just want to curl in a fetus position watching Netflix all day and you don't want to show up and, and with your sword and shield and, and go off on your quest. Because it changes the way you do things. Yeah, it changes why you do things. I, I think it's, they, they say, especially in sales conversations for customers, right? What do you think about before you jump on a sales call? Okay? And so people who are not purpose-driven might think about all the you know, objections they might get, the complaints they might have, the last customer that wasn't happy. But purpose-driven sales, people tend to think about an example of a customer they serve that changed their life. The email they got from someone who said that the product, the service that you sold or that mm-hmm. I bought radically changed me in some way. So they think about that one person that they changed and they go in that conversation thinking it's our duty and responsibility to help our customers see how our products and services can help them. And then if they don't want to buy it, that's fine. But that's what they connect to. And so having a purpose can be a tangible asset for companies, especially in sales teams. Yeah. In our coaching language, we say, where do you come from? <laughs> that is yeah. what is the intention that you're holding. Yeah. And are you just trying to sell something or are you coming from a 
place of purpose that is uh, coming from service. a place of service and something bigger yeah. than who you are and then what's happening out here. So fantastic. Thank you, Mark, for inspiring all of us to go and have a purpose. And you've also given us a couple of tips to write down a purpose. And is there anything that would come our way in terms of living our purpose? Like what would you suggest to do on bad days when you wake up and you just want to curl in and you, you feel disconnected with your purpose? Mm-hmm. Does that happen to you? Yeah, of course. I mean, look, there's so many layers to that question. To make it super simple, I'd say, yeah. first of all, give yourself a break. You know, be a bit more compassionate and kind to yourself, especially people listening to this podcast. If you identify yourself as a high achiever, type A personality, Enneagram type three, all that kind of stuff, you're going to know that self-compassion, patience, and slowing down are probably not natural things for you. So just first of all, I'd say, be, have some compassion, be kind mm-hmm. to yourself because it's not easy to be a human and to try and do work that matters. It really isn't. And if you have the courage to lead others, then, then it's, a, it's a journey that's even filled with more dragons to slay. The second thing I say is make it small. I know it sounds contrary to what I said about making this purpose bigger than you, but try and make it small. Like what is one thing you can do today? Right? So like maybe, maybe today you're just going to smile at one person. You're going to say hello to a stranger. You're going to hold the door for someone. You're going to buy coffee for someone who's homeless outside your office. Like, you're going to give a call to a friend you haven't spoken to a while, like find little wins that can help you get back on track, right? It's like little things. And then what I have is I have it in my wallet. Uh-huh. I write down in my wallet, I'll have, I'm here to eradicate career misery in the workplace. Like just, just have something. Yeah, have a totem. Yeah, have a totem. There you go. An anchor, a totem, just have it somewhere and then pull it out sometimes. Or I've got my kids on my phone. And so when I'm feeling down <laughs> and I feel like I don't want to do it, I look at my phone and I'm reminded, like, have I done everything I can to make sure that by the time they enter and if they want to enter the workforce, I can say these and these and these leaders and organizations are treating their people like in a human way. And I would be so honored for you to go and work for them. You know, I've got this funny anecdote I want to share. Like I had a friend, he used to be the head of PR at this animal charity, the very, very famous kind of against animal cruelty charity. And he used to like work all the time. And I was like, mate, take a break. He's like, cows don't take a break. Cows don't have holidays. They're being slaughtered every day. And I thought that was such an interesting way of like how he had turned his purpose into this fuel to drive every decision. And I would say you can't help people if you're burning out. So that's another whole other conversation. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Mark. And before we close this episode, would you like to share one last message with the audience? Yeah, this is probably the only thing I wish I could leave behind me if I had to die today. It would, it would be to say, you're enough. You're enough because of, of who you are and how you make people feel, not because of what you do. And that may be the hardest lesson of all. Thank you. Those are beautiful words. You are enough just as you are. Yeah, good luck with that. I'm, I'm Thank still you. with it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Mark, uh, for being here with Thank us. You. And uh, for those of you who want to reach out and get in touch with Mark, I'll put the links to Mark's website in the show notes. And if you like this episode, do hit the like button and share with your friends. And that's the only way we can spread the message. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay cool. 